What's up? Evan, how are you doing on this fine Tuesday, November 28th in the year of our Lord, 2023? I'm good. I'm good. You know, we're back in Atlanta. Uh, it's moderately warmer here, so uh feels good. Yeah. Evan, week 12. In the book. Week 12. Yeah, we're uh, we're getting close here. Uh, we're, you know, we're getting some real clarity. My, my, my impossible dream of winning the division is now dead. Uh, although we, it was, it was sort of close, you know, it, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're really, uh, starting to, the playoff picture is coming into focus. It is. Evan, is there any, any commentary from that, uh, that intro little rap that you want to comment on? Uh, I'll be honest, I, honest, I, I wasn't listening that closely to it. Okay. Um, usually, so. usually, usually you catch one or two things. Yeah. Sorry. Not this week. It's okay. So I wanted. To, uh, so did security like think that Matt Lafleur like was a fan or something? I have no idea. Okay, I, yeah. I wasn't. First time hearing of it. <laughs> I'll have to do some research because I I was caught off guard. I didn't realize that security like stopped Matt Lafleur for whatever. Maybe Joe knows something. Anyway, um, well, Evan, should we go through the? Um, should we go through the standings and kind of give a brief? Uh, you already you already commented on your uh, unfortunately your your hopes are are dashed for, yeah, for winning rip. the division. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think. I. Well, I want. I'm trying to figure out what my odds are. I mean, they're pretty good. Um. So yeah, right now in the Yost division, uh, Ben, you're leading uh, by two games. Uh, so right. basically, it's like you'd have to lose out. Either Tim or Quinn would have to win out, and they would have to pass you on points. Uh, just given how the points are at, it's pro- probably only open to Quinn, pretty much. Well, and, and Tim and Quinn play each other, right? Right. So it can only be one of them. So only one of them. So only one of them even could win out anyway. Right. Yeah. So probably it has to be Quinn winning their game this week. Uh, and then you lose your game, and then the same results happen in week 14, and then Quinn passes you by scoring like 12 more points than you. So possible, but not super likely. It, it, yeah, so I'm rooting for, is Tim playing Quinn this week? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that so I'm rooting for, if Tim, I guess it doesn't, like even if I lose, if Tim wins, I'm pretty set, right? Yeah, unless, unless he just absolutely demolishes you, uh, it's going to be really tough for him. Um yeah, in the Sepaniac division, it's much more complicated. Uh, Noah, Henry, and Andrew are all tied at seven and five. 
Uh, Andrew's got like a 35 point lead over Henry and a 45 point lead over Noah. Um, but because they're all tied, like if one of those teams goes 2-0, they will probably win the division. Uh, Andrew is playing me this week and Noah and Henry are playing each other. Um, which also makes it interesting because like Andrew, you know, can't really count on pulling away on record there. So, um, you know, yeah. one of those teams will be eight and five going into next week. So that's, you know, totally up in the air. Like any, any of those three teams could win pretty easily. I do want to shout out Andrew. I'm currently eating some, uh, some squash because he, uh, he cooked up the squash from, we were in, we were in Decorah for, for Mitch's wedding and, uh, Andrew's uh, grandma lives in Decora, and she had some squash and she gave us some squash and she gave me a squash specifically and Andrew kept telling me to cook it and I kept not cooking it and so he cooked it today because it was going to go bad and then he just gave it to me nice nice so shout out Andrew doing the Lord's work um anyway um shout out Yahoo for um including points scored on like the home standings page, but then not using points scored as the timer. Not yeah, not sorting by it, uh, and only when there are divisions. Like it sorts by it when you don't have divisions in your league, uh, but not not this time. So that is frustrating. Um, tiebreaker is so first tiebreaker is divisional record. No, it is not. No, it is not. First tiebreaker is points scored. What do you? No, but then then Andrew would be in first. He is. I mean, okay, I, I don't know what the page is doing. Is that what you're saying? First tiebreaker for us is points scored. No, no, no. So I'm, I, saying, I'm, saying for Yahoo, I'm saying for Yahoo. For team. Yahoo. I have no idea. Yeah, is. Yeah. Yahoo is probably doing division record. It, well, what, it isn't that, would, though, because look at your division. Uh, like, Quinn is in front of Tim despite having a worse division record. Maybe it's head-to-head, though. Maybe. I'm guessing it's probably head-to-head. Um, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, no, that's also not it because <laughs> Quinn has already lost to Tim. I have no idea what it is. That's the thing. You can't even so tell. So you, know, you, you know for sure that Tim has a better divisional record than Quinn. It, it says it right here. The division is on the, at least for the desktop for the version. Desktop. Yeah, 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 so Tim's division record is 4-1. and one. Quinn's is only 2-3. and three. Uh, And Quinn lost the head-to-head to Tim, uh, but is still showing in front of him. Uh, I have no idea how it is sorting. <laughs> like... No idea whatsoever. So that's fun. Um, Maybe it's I guess alphabetical. Could be. Um, well, so yeah, the Sapaniac division is not alphabetical right now, though. So yeah, I, I really don't know. I really, I, I can't find any consistent ranking right there, which is odd. <laughs> I was probably maybe it's RPI. Ooh, yeah, good point. Um, anyway, and the final division uh, we, we should yeah. mention is uh, the Routabush division. Uh, Joe is still leading in that one. He, a huge win over Ethan one. for Joe this week. Uh, his team finally was actually good uh, the one week it really needed to be. Uh, so Joe is 7-5. and five. Ryan is uh, at 6-6. Six and six. Ryan has won five games in a row. He's at 6-6. Six and six. Um, Ryan will win on points if he ties Joe. And they are playing this week. Uh, so if Ryan wins that game, he will move into a tie and therefore the division lead over Joe. So that's a, that's a huge game over there. Um, wow. And a hu- it has big implications for the teams going for the wild card too, because that wild card number can really shift a lot depending on whether Ryan has to get a wild card and take one up or whether he's at the division champ and then the, the whole bar slides down one, you know? So 
definitely uh, some of us will be watching with interest. I am uh, uh, for content. I'm rooting for I'm, I'm rooting for Ryan obviously next week uh, against Joe. But then I want I want Joe to I want Joe to beat you in the in rivalry week. I think it'd be good for content. That would be funny. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, Joe's team not that good. Uh, I believe still sitting in eleventh in points scored. Uh, he's almost caught up to Henry, who's in, who's in tenth right now. So. Uh, and is also a potential division winner. So it is like a not unrealistic scenario where like the ninth and 10th highest scoring teams could be division winners. So that's fun. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the first game I've got here is Tom versus Quinn. Uh, big win for Tom. Moves up to three and nine. Uh, he wins it 106 to 95 over Quinn. Uh, Quinn down at seven and five now, uh, but still looking really strong with the point scored. He has the second most point scored in the league right now. So, um, let's see, for Tom, uh, I mean, it was Josh Allen. <laughs> Josh Allen was pretty good this week. Uh, 40 points. Oof, wow. He's kind of like a, a weirdly, he's in an odd season for like points. It, it, I mean, he's had some real spike weeks. Uh, but then also, I feel like he just like, every, once every like month has like a kind of normal game. And it's just like, what's going on, you know? He throws a pick every single game, at least one. Uh, but he also rushes for a touchdown pretty much all the time, so it's, uh, it works out. Is is Buffalo good? I think like yes. <laughs> I don't know. They they've certainly had their share fair of like uh, their fair share of shitty endings and close losses, and it doesn't seem like they're capable of winning those games, which is kind of unfortunate, you know. Uh, like they had a lot of blowout wins and like no blowout losses, so I don't know. Yeah. It is kind of tricky. They are getting their bye, but it does not get easier coming out. They get the Chiefs and then the Cowboys coming out of their bye, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Evan, can you hear me okay? Uh, you're a little quieter. Oh, I'm a little, okay. So is this better? Yeah. Okay, I'm doing I'm doing Turkish get ups while we talk about Tom's team because I just figured it'd be I figured I figured it'd be fitting. Um, yeah. I I think I think we're seeing uh, Tom's team really come through here. Does Tom have a chance at a wild card? Uh, like not a super realistic one. Uh, he is as of right now like, what, eighty points behind Tim, who is the current. Uh, last wildcard team, uh, that would go down to about sixty f- or about sixty points if Ethan gets the last wildcard when Ryan moves up. Uh, if that happens, that lowers the bar by about fifteen to twenty. So I mean, making up sixty points in two weeks is tough. It's hard to do. Yeah, I want I want our whole division to make the playoffs so bad. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be extreme degree of difficulty, <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, Tom's team has definitely, like, been playing much better lately. Um, I don't know, this week, Derrick Henry was good. He had two touchdowns. He's been kind of up and down. I've had him in other leagues, so watching closely. Jaden Reed scored a touchdown. James Cook, 100 yards. So, yeah, not a bad week for Tom. Uh, I traded I traded DK Metcalf in Dynasty. Oof. I'm, I'm, just, not, I'm just not seeing it for DK, and, and I don't... The quarterback situation in Seattle is is murky, you know. Yeah. I just yeah, it's been 
a little hit or miss for DK this year. He, you know, he's coming off of a couple of a pretty nice games uh, in the last couple of weeks, but yeah, it wasn't very good this week. Only three points. So, I don't know. It does kind of feel like... It's, a disappointing, it's a disappointing year for DK. I don't think that there's yeah. any, like, arguing that. Yeah. And it worked, you know, coming off of last year when the vibes were yeah. so good for the Seahawks. Oh, yeah. It does feel a little disappointing. Lockett, Lockett, and, Lockett and Metcalf were wide receiver ones every week. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Famously, um, for Connor's team. <laughs> yeah. Um... I mean, Tom had, I mean, it was pretty much all Josh Allen and, and Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um, I wish there was more to talk about. Yeah, I mean, that's, sometimes that's all it takes. You know, if your quarterback scores yeah. 40, then you're probably going to win. <laughs> and that do, was we, do we think Jaden Reed is going to be a thing? Uh, I mean, he's having a pretty nice little season. Uh, he's at yeah. 500 yards, five touchdowns. Like, you know, he's a flex-type player at this point. Um, I don't know, but the Jaden Packers... Reed? Where does Jaden Reed go in drafts next year? Ooh, I love that it's officially time for us to start just asking, where does this guy go in drafts? It's going to be I like, I don't know. Time. It's going to be like sixth round, maybe? Ooh, sixth. Okay, I was going to say like eighth. Okay. Yeah. I think it's somewhere in there. Because when do flex guys, I guess, let's just think about it. Like, if you're, I know, I know it doesn't work exactly like this, but... Yeah, I guess if he is a quarterback. Yeah, back, it's like everybody's taken like two running backs, two wide receivers, a quarterback, and like some other thing. And then like you're getting into flex territory in the sixth, and, and definitely in yeah. the eighth. So yeah, somewhere around there. Um, I think yeah. Once people start getting eliminated from playoff contention, I think it's fair to start talking about uh, next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. All right, Quinn's team. Yeah, Quinn. Uh, Quinn got outscored by 30 points at quarterback, but only lost by 10. So that, that's honestly sort of impressive. Uh, <laughs> the rest of his team was pretty good. The uh, yeah. the double tight end move worked out very well this week. 11 points for Hawkinson, 13 for Laporta on Thanksgiving. So I don't know. If you're Tim, like, there's, it's mostly positives from this, I think. Laporta well, is who I got for Metcalf. Ooh, I like that. That's pretty good. Rookie tight end, like, yeah, Laporta, yeah, Laporta's been like Henry, a. Henry got me for Laporta. I had my eye on him in the draft, and Henry, Henry beat me to him. Nice. So I had to, I had to pay up. Um, yeah. What were you gonna say? Uh, I feel like yeah, Laporta maybe like I feel like the real fantasy nerds who like write articles love Sam Laporta, which is fair. Like he he's having especially for a rookie tight end, like a really nice season. But also, like, this isn't a crazy season by any means. Like, he's going to finish at, like, 800 yards and 7 TDs or whatever. Like, it's pretty good, but it's not incredible. Um, so, I guess maybe, like, I had just been soaking in that, like, you know, everybody's, like, tweeting about Sammy Ballgame or whatever. And it's like, you know, he's pretty good, but he's not, like, tight end two or whatever, you know. Yeah, he, um, he's obvious, he is much more valuable in Dynasty than Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, when is Achan still hurt? Uh, I think Achan is supposed to be back this week. That's what we're thinking. So he did come back for a week in there, and he got re-injured. Um, but they they said he didn't suffer any sub any setbacks. So it does sound like he might play this week. Uh, 
you know, who knows? Uh, Quinn certainly has the depth to just like not really care about that that much, uh, especially until the playoffs start. Like he had like three wide receivers on his bench go for double digit points. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, man. Do we think? Do we think it's time for Quinn to bench Brees Hall? Is one of my questions. <laughs> I just, fuck, I just lost, but I have to pull it back up. Um, Brees Hall. Um, did they start Zach Wilson this week? Uh, I think they are going to start Boyle again. Or like, or like last week. Uh, so like in in week twelve, they like, that was Boyle. Yeah. It was Boyle. Yeah. I think if they start Boyle again, you bench Brees Hall. But if they start Wilson, I think you, I think you keep Brees Hall. In. Okay. Is that fair? I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh huh. I, su- like, I suspect. Like literally, it's not going to work with Tim Boyle. Yeah. Yeah. I suspect Quinn might just start Calvin Ridley anyways. We're at two straight good Calvin Ridley games, so I think it's time to fire the bullet. You know. <laughs> and I'm sure that won't blow up in Quinn's face. Like definitely not. But. Nico Collins, too. I mean, like, man, Quinn's bench. This is where all the good players that I've been looking for all year, this is where they all are. They're just hiding out on Quinn's bench. And in a starting lineup, for the record. Yeah. Yeah, Quincy was good. Tough division. Yeah. All right. Curtis Samuel, 100 yards. 100 yards. That's a very un-Curtis Samuel-like line. (laughs) <laughs> oh, on nine receptions. Oh. Yeah. That's uh, uh, ten, 10 would have been sexy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, oh, should we... Uh, wow, Curtis Samuel. Yeah, big game. Uh, honestly, that's a better game than either Dotson or McLaurin has had all season. So. <laughs> that's not true. Uh, I think it's it's close to being true. Uh, <laughs> think, has has McLaurin had a 100-yard game? Well, I mean, he's had, he's had 60 and a touchdown. Sure. I, I, I didn't mean, like, strictly by points. Uh, I think we can... I don't know. Can we say that having 100 yards is a better game than having 60 in a TD? Uh, I'd say they're about the same. Like, at the end of the day, like, you need to score to, you know... We don't... Like, you play to win the game, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay, I stand corrected. So McLaurin has not had a 100-yard game this year. Dotson has. Dotson had 108 and a TD in Week 8. So that was the best game of the three of them. But I think this Curtis Samuel one might be number two. Um, so yeah, good for I mean, Curtis Samuel. Yeah. McCorn had, McCorn had a 90-yard game, which is close. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, should we move I, on I to the record, next one? I want the record to show I am disappointed by McCorn this season. He has okay. Been. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, but he has not been as bad as Jahan Dotson. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, what's, our, what's, our, what's our tally at? Here, start talking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out where we're. Where okay, well, I'm, I'm gonna move on to the next game while you while you look that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so the next one is Ryan versus Jay. Uh, Ryan wins it, like we mentioned, five game winning streak, uh, 103 to 74. Uh, Jay falls to three and nine. Jay is the only team I would consider like truly eliminated. He needs to make up like 170 points in two weeks, so uh, so that's not great. Um, anyways, for Ryan. Uh, still on the outside looking in for the division title, but the wild card looks uh, well within his grasp. Let's see what happened this week for Ryan. Ben, we, do we have the Washington update? We, we do. McCorn is at 87. Okay. 
McCord is at 87. Jahan Dotson is at 67. So, okay. uh, I would say I'm looking pretty good. It's, not it's looking pretty good. Do, do, we, uh, do we just, like, cancel this bet if Curtis Samuel beats both of them? What's Curtis say? Oh, I guess I need to find Curtis. He's at 64. Oh, wow. He's getting... Wait, er, what, well, Curtis Samuel, he's probably not going to pass McCorn, but he could pass Dotson. Yeah. I mean, there are... I guess... Did we solve this last week? Is this bet just for the fantasy regular season? Uh, I don't know. Because <laughs> that would make it more difficult. If it's just if, if it's for the whole season, then we've got like five more weeks, so it's well, uh, like, it could change. Uh, I guess I. Well, what happens? I guess I guess it's not going to matter if um, I guess it doesn't matter if Henry are going to because they'll still play. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to venture to guess that it will be the same. You know, we, we will if if it so happens where McLaurin is above uh, Dotson at the end of the fantasy regular season, but then you know Dotson passes him during the playoffs, like we will cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, it seems, it seems, un- seems unlikely. Yeah, um, I, I guess while we're at it, like you know, talking about Jay's team in this game here, um, Jay taking a loss this week, but Jay Jay is starting Sam Howell at quarterback. Uh, Howell is QB eight right now uh and it's so weird that like so sam howell it it's got to be at least pretty close to leading the league in passing yardage like it's gone over 300 like a bunch of times and then i feel like none of his receivers are useful yeah, isn't that weird howell is first um, yeah it's just like that's so odd to me that someone could be number one in passing yardage and you know throws you know he's at 18 tds so it's a reasonable number of tds but like yeah, like, the best fantasy receiver he has is McLaurin, who's been, like, kind of a flex guy this year. Like, that's just hard to do, I would imagine. You really got to spread it around. That is very insightful, Evan. I, I I have known, like, both of these things independently of each other, but I have not really, like, connected the dots until you just said that. Yeah, and it's like they don't, like, their tight end like, isn't good either. Um, right, Logan Thomas is bad. Like, I mean, yeah. Logan Thomas has been, you know, I have him in other leagues. He's, like, tight end 13 or something. Yeah, like right. That, you know? uh, <laughs> I guess it's, that's just, they have a like, bunch of guys who are rosterable but not that good. Um, you know, like, when, all three of the receivers... When you juxtapose uh, the Washington wide receivers with, uh, so the second in passing yardage this year, I'll give you one guess who that is. Uh, second in passing yardage, like Tua. No, it's Stroud. And like Stroud, yeah, fair enough. And like Stroud, and Stroud, like like throw a rock and you'll hit a Texans wide receiver. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there like, are like four of them or something. Yeah, yeah. like all, all of these, all of them have been really good. Like yeah, like Noah Brown and Tank Dell and. Uh, yeah, Nico Collins. Yeah, Nico even Collins, like Dalton right. Schultz is like tight end five or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is pretty, weird. Pr- pretty bizarre. Anyways. How is that, um, how is that possible? <laughs> yeah, I guess like Washington throws to their running backs a decent amount, and that's been like the only thing keeping Antonio Gibson even like a little bit relevant. Uh, and it's been helping Brian Robinson as well. So that's probably part of it. But yeah, that is it is kind of weird. I guess they're really just spreading it around to like six or seven guys, and if you do that evenly enough, you can destroy the value of all six or seven guys. Yeah, I guess. Um, I think. Let's see. 
Yeah, I think the answer is the Robinson Gibson thing. I think yeah. we haven't we haven't really been giving Brian Robinson his flowers, I would say, yeah. as much as we probably should be this year, and he's had a good amount of receiving work. Yeah. Um that's a big piece. Brian Robinson had a game in week ten where he had hundred and nineteen receiving yards on six <laughs> on six six receptions. Yeah, that's wild. Brian Robinson had had a better like of all the Washington pass catchers. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's the most we, receiving yards on the team this season yeah, <laughs> in we one just game. Like, yeah. what, what was that? What was that Dotson game? Or, or, 108 was, was the high. Yeah. 108 and a touchdown. Yeah, Brian Robinson had 119 and a touchdown. Yeah. In week, wow. in week 10. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty crazy. All right. Uh, uh, get, anyway. Getting back to Jay here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's funny because uh, we brought up the Texans pass catchers. Jade had two of them in the lineup, and they didn't do super well this week. Robert Woods, four points. Dalton Schultz, only two yards after after we just shouted him out. So uh, poor one out for Dalton Schultz. Uh, let's see. Otherwise, McCaffrey was really good. You know, the sky is blue. Uh, yeah. I, shout out Jay for starting Ron, or, Ron, Robert Woods. Uh, I... I that was more of like a um, like a sentimental play. I feel like I think I think Robert Woods is like done, you know. Yeah. Which, which I'm very sad. I I haven't been this sad about a guy being washed in a long time. Yeah. Like you know you know me, Evan. I love Bobby Woods. You know. Yeah, you know, it's been a good ride. I, I've loved I've loved this man for so long, and. Like, it's just like, it's fine. We're getting towards the end of the season, and like, it's finally hitting me that, like, it's over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Robert, Robert yeah. Woods is one of the guys I use most when doing the football immaculate grid. So, um, you know, I'm a little sad. A little sad. Yeah. Damn, man. I, I just, it's just like seeing him in someone's starting lineup, like, what? It just, I don't know. It just, yeah. It just kind of like, it's just like what, like one last time, you know. It's just yeah. <laughs> I'm like yeah. the worst fantasy team in the league. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Uh, yeah, um, I guess I'm not. not a, like, I'm not even. I'm not even high right now, and I'm just. I'm just in my feels. I'm just God. Oh, it makes me so sad. Yeah. I just need a, I just need a second. All right. Um, uh, I guess let, let's move on to Ryan then. I don't have a ton else about Jay's team. Uh, it wasn't a great week. Hasn't been a great year. Um, yeah, sorry. I, I was also, I was sad to see that Jay, Jay needs some good karma for next year. I saw in that in that screenshot you sent that Jay is like, Jay is last all time. In- I, I will say, so uh, because of because of the data that I had for that, it, it excludes 2016, which is Jay's first year in the league when he was really good. So like it does... Oh exclude the one like one of the years where he was very good at the start of the league um which i think at the time like i mean jay won a shaver bowl in there um and he won it in 20 or he won it in 2017 right? i want to say it was his second year yeah but he was like good in his first year like right away um and then yeah since yeah. then it hasn't been very good yeah it's been a few down years like this um yeah i feel like he's kind of like in the cycle of getting like high draft picks and having them like you know not great rosters, thanks to that, or get hurt. I mean, this year, like, McCaffrey has obviously paid off quite well. Well, Jay's um, team name last year, it was, like, the 
was it <laughs> skeleton crew or something like that yeah yeah it was like yeah or something. yeah and i think you know this year it hasn't been great from an injury standpoint either i mean just this week alone he's got kenneth walker and t higgins uh injured as well as michael thomas so like yeah just a, a number of guys who are uh, injured right now even yeah hasn't been good yeah uh anyway ryan's team 103. Let's see what went right for Ryan's team this week. Uh, well, Tyreek Hill is good. Like you said, the sky yep. is blue. Can confirm. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, really, really picking up steam the, the back half of the year. Um, yeah. Sort of surprisingly, because like the Pats offense has been horrible the last month. Like, really, really bad. Like... Man, you know how hard it is to score 17 fantasy points as a running back when your team scores seven points? Like, yeah. that's, that's difficult. He got the only touchdown for the Pats. He, it looks like he got about 80% of their yardage. Like, you know, good for him. Yeah, I agree. Let's see, yeah, Ryan, let's see. So Rashad White had another nice week. He's been having a good season overall. I think he's like RB7 now or something, which is, you know, not what we expected. Yeah, like way up there. Um, Honestly, Uh, at this point, like if you're a reasonable running back who hasn't gotten injured, you're probably in the top 10. But, you know, counts for something. Um, Jacoby Myers, the age old conundrum that is Jacoby Myers. He's having a decent year. I have no idea what to make of this man. Yeah, he started scoring touchdowns, which is nice. You know, early in his career, he just, like, couldn't buy a touchdown. Um, and he is sixth this year, so he figured it out. Hasn't, highest receiving total this year is 85. Yeah. Which isn't. It's not awesome. Yeah, but, like, we're not happy with Terry McLaurin, you know? Yeah. I would say Terry McLaurin and Jacoby Myers, pretty similar yeah, well, the difference is that Jacoby Myers is a 12th round pick. <laughs> yeah, he has a couple more touchdowns. What? When, when did I pick McLaurin? Like the 8th or 7th? Uh, I guess I would have guessed like the 5th or something. Uh, but Can you look it up? Yep, I'm looking right now. This it was the 6th sixth, sixth round. Oh man, okay. Yeah, that's before dark throw territory. I'll accept that. When does dark throw territory start? Round seven, I think. You think so? Yeah. Once you fill out the starting lineup. Oh, yeah. I mean, seven, you're still working on your starting lineup. But at that point, you're kind of like, oh, all these guys suck. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to shout out Ryan. So we mentioned he's won five games in a row. Uh, but he's also scored over 100 points in all five of those games, which is pretty impressive. You know, who else has won five games in a row, Evan? Uh, well, no one in this league. The Denver Broncos. Oh. <laughs> so, read, read into that what you wish. Okay. It's not related to anything on Ryan's team. It's just the Denver Broncos. I don't know. Well, you know is, is Ryan the, the know, Denver the, Broncos? The universe works in weird ways, you know, like, you know, butterfly effect and all that, you know. You okay. never know. Yeah. There could be something in the, in the cosmos that's kind of, you know, affecting both things. Good point. I agree. All right, uh, we go with Ryan. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, Ryan had a 100-point week that was buoyed by a 16-point Dallas defense score, which kind of masks that his week wasn't, like, actually that good. I don't know. His week was pretty good. I, I don't dislike him this week. No, no, I'm no, 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 no. I, I'm, not saying, I'm, not, I'm just saying it's not, your, it's not your typical, like, there's not a ton to talk about here. Yeah. It's just like, like Tyreek Hill and C.D. Lamb are both good, and, like, we knew that. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I would like Justin Herbert, like not a the Chargers. Yeah. Eh, they're the not Chargers. They're kinda, they're, the Chargers are kinda kinda flailing. Yeah, it hasn't looked great. Uh I mean in their defense this week they were playing the Ravens, uh, which is about as tough of a matchup as you can get. So, you know, give him a little credit there, but yeah, it wasn't great. I mean he's actually been pretty good this year. He's been better than I expected. He's at QB five. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, nice. I'll take it. No, I'm just, I was just saying for this week. Yeah. Know? Yeah. You expect more out of Hurts. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to Joe versus Ethan then. Probably the game of the week. The, the most exciting one, probably. Uh, the, most, the most entertaining one. Uh, so Joe wins this one 123 to 106 for Ethan. Uh, that was huge for Joe. Uh, if he had lost this game, he would be in third place in his own division. Instead, he is in first. Uh, with a one-game lead over Ryan. So, uh, good for Joe. <laughs> he finally pulled off, like, an actually really good game. Uh, I'm going to go look at, like, Joe's week-by-week week point totals. So this is his second time over 100 points this season. Good for him. Uh, let's see. Trevor Lawrence, a couple good games in a row. 25 points this week. And we were talking earlier about Trevor Lawrence being pretty disappointing this season, but, you know, turn it around down the stretch. Yeah, back-to-back good weeks from from Trevor Lawrence. Um, Debo had a good week. Jacobs had a good week. Kelsey had a fine week. Zay Flowers with 18. Yeah, I want to call out Zay Flowers for uh, scoring a touchdown on a play where he should have taken a knee and won them the game. Uh, but, you know, it was good for Joe. <laughs> oh, I, I can tell that you are – I can tell that you're annoyed, Evan. Speak more. So, okay, so there is uh, actually a very exciting update to what I texted you on Sunday night, Ben. Uh, yeah. So I was, I was texting Ben about this. I was on my flight back home from Minnesota watching the Chargers game uh, against the Ravens on Sunday night. And in work league, I was in like, I was, I'm locked in this like huge battle for the division title against uh, my coworker. And uh, I had Keenan Allen and he had Justin Tucker. I pulled into like a 0.1 point league when Tucker missed a field goal miraculously with like four minutes left in the game. Uh, but then the Ravens scored another touchdown on the Zay Flowers play where he should have needed. So Tucker gets a PAT and I'm back down. Uh, and I thought it was over, right? I was like, oh shit. Like I even, I was watching on the plane and I was like, oh shoot, like Keenan Allen didn't get any more catches. But what I didn't realize was that like, the connection on the playing was so shitty that I was like occasionally missing plays. And I hadn't realized that I had missed the first play of the Chargers drive where Keenan Allen had a catch for 20 yards. So that put me back up in front. And I, so I like checked my phone after just to like verify like the margin. And I was like, Oh wait, I actually won this game. (laughs) So, so it all worked out in the end. That was, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I remember. Yeah. I forgot to, I forgot to remind you when you were texting me. That was a that, that was a wild ride for sure. Um, but yeah, Zay Flowers, couple TDs in that game. He had eighteen points. Uh, go Ravens. Had a rushing touchdown. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a weird line. So he had five catches for twenty five yards 
and a touchdown, and then one 37-yard rushing TD, which uh, I think was the one at the end of uh, the game there in the fourth quarter. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Joe got a nice week from the Ravens all around, 15 points for the Ravens' defense as well. Yeah. Zay Flowers, though, Evan, will be on bye next week, which... Ooh. Yeah, we got uh, six buys in Week 13. No, so Joe also has K.J. Osborne on, like, his benches on bye, so we'll have to... Yeah, he's going to have to do some swapping. He can probably drop Luke Musgrave. I think that feels safe. Or put him in IR. It's an option. Oh, I guess guess he could play. I guess he could play Hunt. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he'll play Kareem Hunt. Uh, yeah, I mean, he might have other guys on by. There are a lot of teams on by this week. Uh, that's kind of the issue. But... Oh, never mind. Jacobs is on by. He's gonna have to put. <laughs> yeah. For so he'll be uh, he'll be in the market. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because like this is the most important game of Joe's season. Like he really needs to win this game against Ryan coming up. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So starting gonna... Kareem Hunt and somebody fresh off the waiver is. Uh, so, yeah, he's gonna, gonna he's gonna have to swap Hunt for Jacobs. Then he's gonna have to swap out Flowers for. Somebody on the someone on the waivers if Aaron Jones doesn't play. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, he's praying. He's praying to. He's praying to the the fantasy gods that. Uh, yeah. Aaron Jones. I don't know what, what what is Jones's injury. It's a knee injury. It's a knee. It doesn't look good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's he almost as if Joe. It's almost as if Joe should have prepared for this by like you know picking up guys in advance and not leaving guys on IR on his regular bench. Yeah. Uh, let's see who, who's Tutu Atwell. Ooh, I had Tutu briefly last week, and he had a he had an okay game. I think that's I think that's it. I think that's the move for Joe. Yeah. Um. Okay. I don't know anything else for Joe. It was a good week. Uh, Joe. Best week Joe of the season. Joe a good week, and Joe. Uh, Joe kept me as his namesake, so I feel like I won this game a little bit. Did I? Do I get Ooh. a Evan? Do I? Do I get a double weekly bonus for the second highest scoring team having my name in it? Yeah, you should request that from Joe specifically. Uh, just send him a Venmo request for ten bucks. <laughs> um, um, all right, let's move on to Ethan. Yeah, uh, for Ethan, so one hundred and six points, pretty decent week, but not enough. Um, let's see, CJ Stroud, thirty-one points. That's just, that's how it goes. Uh, 21 points from the Dolphins defense against Tim Boyle on Black Friday. Uh, you got to love that. Dolphins with a, a cushy little schedule down here down the stretch. So uh, you'd love to see it. Um, and then Jonathan Taylor was really good, but now he's injured. So Evan, did you mm, see how long he's going to be out for? Two to three weeks. That's... That's fantasy playoff territory, Evan. I don't know if you knew, but in three weeks, yep. we got our that, first round. So That's the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, on the one hand, like him missing two weeks would be you know, relatively convenient for Ethan. <laughs> At least you know if he makes the playoffs, he could uh, get him back right away. But if it becomes three or even four, then, then you know, we're in danger zone. So not great. Yeah, it's a thumb, it's a thumb injury, I assume. Yeah, you think yeah, you think that wouldn't be super vital. But he's also like getting surgery, so it must be like kind of a serious injury. Um yeah. To, getting surgery and having some of these injuries every once in a while, it'll be like, I got surgery, I'll be back in two weeks. And I'm yeah. just like 
It's just like it's like it's like clearly like something. It, it never computes in my head. Like in my brain, I'm like, this thing is so minor that you're gonna be back in two weeks. Well, why did you, why did you have surgery? Yeah. To, yeah. Like, it always it always kind of confuses. It doesn't. I'm sure like Jay or someone who knows modern medicine could like explain this to me, uh, but it never quite makes sense like in my head like how this can work. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess like, there are just really minor surgeries is the answer, so. But, like, if you slammed your thumb on a door, like, you wouldn't have to get surgery. Yeah, you probably You just, not. like, let it heal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I know it's not uh, the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I want to shout out Ethan for stashing Pat Fryermuth on his IR uh, like a month ago. And Fryermuth came back and had like the best game maybe of his career, like 120 yards on nine catches for Pat Fryermuth with the new offensive coordinator in Pittsburgh. Like that's a, it's, it's interesting for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to, I mean, his, his uh, IR spot is not showing up on the matchup thing. So I'm going to go to his, yeah, I mean, so he'll have to, you know, get him off of there to do anything right now because he is no longer on IR. But now Ethan's got the, yeah, the double-headed a, tight end monster, too. He's got Dalton Kincaid. He's got Pat Fryermuth. Oh. Yeah, that was a smart move by Ethan. I, uh, I really wish one of these teams that has two usable tight ends, of which there are, like, five in this league for no reason. Like, can <laughs> one of you just, like, drop one of your tight ends? Like, please? I just, I don't know, guys. Like, what do you need two for? Well, I mean, you know? it sounds like you should have been more Johnny on the spot with the Pat Farnworth on waivers thing. I should, like a month ago, yeah. I mean, well, at the time I had Terry McBride, you know. It's, it's just, it is what it is. Also, my Farnworth was bad. Well, <laughs> no, I was just saying, saying, like, remind, well, Evan, it's an IR spot. Like, it doesn't matter, you know. Like, you, you were talking about, like, you added Aaron Rodgers. That is true. You added yeah. Aaron Rodgers, like, off of a whim, right? Like, if you could have had... It's true. I should have done it with Farnworth. It's valid. You should have had Farnworth, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, elsewhere for Ethan, Adam Thielen had a bad game, which hasn't really happened very much this year. He had two yards, kind of weird. Uh, also, the Panthers fired their coach, so. Yeah, oh, can I go on a soapbox quick? Yeah. The, the fucking Panthers owner is such a fucking bum. Like, yeah. this guy, like, this guy, like, rookie quarterback, right? Like, you fire your, co- like, I don't know. It's just like it's just this guy. Just like he, he fired um like Matt Rule like pretty yeah. quickly. Like had a short leash on Ron Rivera. Like this guy is a total bum. And like I I I just I'm so like you 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 are the one who gave the green light on the on the Bryce Young DJ Moore trade. Like you are the one who green lit the Christian McCaffrey for a bag of peanuts trade, right? Like, I, I, it, it, Bryce Young is a rookie. Everyone, like, everyone knew, like, rookie quarterbacks are not going to, like, set the world on fire. Like, oh, yeah, you know what's great for Bryce Young's, like, development? Like, fucking, like, firing his coach in week 12 of his rookie year. Like, oh, yeah, that'll be great for Bryce Young. Like, I, 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 I I'm, I'm, I hate I hate this guy. He's I don't know what his name is. I I his forget his name. David Tepper. Yeah. Yeah, David Tepper. Um, he's, he, he's an MLS. I know him from reading some yeah. of his 
Uh, Charlotte has an MLS team now, and he's naturally the owner of, of that team because they play in the, the same stadium. And, and so, like, guy is such a bum. Like, fuck this dude. Is that fair? Yeah, I don't really understand the, like, fire your coach in the middle of the season unless that coach is, like, toxic. Like, like apparently, like, the Josh McDaniels situation in Las Vegas was kind of like that where, like, all the players just, like, hated his guts and everybody was happier when he left. But, like, I don't think that was the situation with the Panthers, like Frank Reich, I think is pretty well respected. Um, yeah, I don't, especially in year one, it's like, obviously it wasn't going well, you know? So, but at least like, just wait until the end of the season. Like who, who's really served by firing him now? You know, like, no, doesn't really make anyone's situation better. So it, it just helps you like, you know, look like you're doing something, I guess. But yeah, kind of strange. All right. Um, I don't know. We got anything else on Ethan, Ben? Uh, sorry. I was just texting. Uh, just texting. Um, Ethan. Nope. That's all. That's all I got. On uh, ooh, Chuba Hubbard. Nice week from Chuba. Speaking of but the Panthers, yeah. That's about all I got. Okay. Um, our Miles next Sanders. Can, can we can, can we talk about this quick? Like, what do we think the Miles Sanders uh, Chuba Hubbard? What do we think this is going to be like next year? Uh, do we think are, both these, gonna... are, are both these guys on the team next year? I have no idea. Um, That's fair. I feel like Chuba might be a free agent, I would but assume I'm not they keep sure. Chuba. Um, they gave Sanders so much money, and Chuba yeah, Sanders, is a starter now. Which... Yeah. I mean, Sanders did get 15 carries in this game, so he's come back a little bit. Um, he had like a month there where he really wasn't getting any work, but the last couple games he has gotten some, and it's been more evenly split. Um, just not great for fantasy owners. It's, you know, it's not the most productive offense in the world. So having them split 50, 50 is not ideal. Right. Um, okay. Uh, our next game then is Andrew versus Henry. This one was also a big game, uh, with divisional implications. So Andrew wins it to move up into a first place tie at seven and five with Henry, uh, falls to seven and five. So Andrew won it 79 to 74. Uh, close game, not the most high scoring. That's kind of how like this division has gone this year. It's like none of these teams are really that good, but everyone's kind of close, so it uh, it makes it interesting. Um, let's see for Andrew. Yeah, yeah. For Andrew, it's just not that much exciting here. Um, you take you take Andrew, I take Henry. Okay, yeah, for Andrew, I mean, so he got off to like a little bit of a slow start on Black Friday uh, with Tua only going for eight points in a game that they scored 34, um, although Jalen Waddle had a decent game then. Uh, otherwise, David Montgomery was good. He's been good all year. The Denver defense had a nice game, and then everybody else scored like five points. So it was not the most exciting. It was 79 points. That's how it goes. that it pretty much shout out to drake london 91 yards Ooh, that's interesting um, but yeah, not a whole time for henry's team it was pretty much just tony pollard tony pollard had uh 13 carries for 79 yards and a touchdown and he also had 24 receiving yards and that was pretty much the only person on Henry's team that had a noteworthy, noteworthy uh, performance. 
Yeah. Puka pretty disappointing. 2.7 points in a game that the Rams won 37-14. Yeah. I think that was a situation where they got up really quickly and just, like, didn't pass that much. Yeah. Yeah. I I have Royce Freeman and, like, even Royce Freeman, like, who, Kyron Williams went bananas and, like, even Royce Freeman had, like, 13 for 75. Yeah. That's just kind of how that Anyway, yeah. yeah uh, not a, so yeah, who, not do, who, who do we think? That, can we also? Uh, sorry, I'm just I'm, yeah. I'm uh, monopolizing the conversation. But uh, Henry did not start Jahan Dotson. I feel like we have to point that out. That that is true. As as per usual, that is true. If he had played, if he had played Jahan Dotson instead of Puka, would he have won? Uh, not know. not quite. No. Not quite. If he had played Jeff Wilson instead of Puka. As one does. No. Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't have quite gotten him there. It wouldn't, have been, it wouldn't have been quite enough. But if he had done that and also started Jahan Dotson instead of James Conner, then he would have won. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, it's like, it's funny because like all these guys on his bench also scored like five points. But, <laughs> but putting like a couple of them in, shaking it up a little bit. I've been, a, I've been in a little too deep in, uh, like, Dynasty tight end uh, stuff because uh, I was doing some trade talk. People are, like, a little too aroused by Kate Otten. Kate like, Otten. I, uh, I started Kate Otten uh, in work league this week. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get I don't get I don't get it. I, don't, I mean, he's... I mean, he had one, he's had okay. one good game the whole Yeah, season. it's not great. I mean... What, okay, what, yeah. What are we I mean, with, I, what, are we, what are we doing with Kate Otten? Like, like I would prefer you, not to be it, starting Kate Otten in work league, to be honest. <laughs> if you could, if you could have Kate Otten or Darren Waller right now, who would you take? I mean, in Dynasty. It, 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 even if he's going to come back in a week or two, I think. In, in yeah. Or in you know in, huh. in fantasy. I mean, okay, for the rest of this year. I, I, I kind of think it's I Kate Otten. I mean, so I Darren Waller's quarterback is is Tommy DeVito right now. It is the big thing, uh, Ooh, and that's not great. Right. Yeah, but I would if we're talking backup tight end. If you told me I could get like one week out of Darren Waller, I would I would probably take it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it's worth considering for dynasty purposes too that Darren Waller is thirty one. Yeah. Um, what is so. Kate I think this is his second year in the league. Um, yeah. K. Dotton is twenty four, so yeah, like for dynasty, I think you you want K. Dotton. Uh, but yeah, I, I I had to um, I had to I thought about making an offer for Darren Waller yesterday at the trade deadline, Ooh. and I decided not to. I had to think with my head, not my heart, in dynasty. Yeah, yeah. He's he's get he's getting up there, and he's had some. Yeah. He's had a lot of hamstring stuff. I th- I'm, I'm pretty, I'm yeah, this is a lot of he, stuff. He had some hamstring stuff last year, and he's like yeah. a bigger guy. You know, these bigger guys with these hamstring things, it's they're getting old, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know. Anything else for Henry? No. Okay. Uh, are we doing your game or my game? Uh, I'm just going to look at that division one more time. Okay. Any sure. guess who's going to come out <laughs> of this division? Okay, well, it's not going to be me. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, so I think... Who sucks, I mean, to, play, who sucks to play each other? So, who, Andrew's who playing... Play? Who, who, who I, do you play is a better question. I'm playing Andrew. 
and Noah and Henry are playing each other this week. So that, I think, is an advantage. Well, I guess, maybe not. Because I mean, in theory, like, I'm in last, so you'd think, like, oh, that's an advantage for Andrew, but also, like, I have more points yeah, scored than good. Noah or Henry. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think j- just from having observed it fairly closely throughout the year, because it's my division, like, Noah and Henry's teams are both trending down in, like, a major way. Um, I guess Noah had a pretty good week this week, but has been, like, kind of dog shit for, like, the last month and a half. So I think, like, Andrew probably is the best team uh, yeah. and it's kind of moving in the right direction generally, but I, I don't know. Um, I guess like a big portion of Andrew's advantage also comes from scoring like 150 points in week five. So outside of that, he's just been like, okay, I don't know. It's not the most inspiring division. Um, God, I really wish I won this week. I'd still be alive, but I'll yeah. Um, we can talk about my game. Okay. I had an okay week. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, sorry, Tim. I had to. I had to show everyone who's who's boss in uh in the Yost division. Um, one thirty six to eighty nine. Pretty much everyone on my team except for Terry McLaurin had a good week. <laughs> yeah, and Addison wasn't great, um, but yeah. At Addison, at yeah, I mean the Vikings are. Dobbs, Dobbs threw four picks. Yeah, um, that's tough. <laughs> I'm, de- I'm, I'm dealing with fucking Vikings blinders in my dynasty league. I was tra- during the Vikings game. I was like, uh, Garrett has Dobbs, and I need a. Co- I could use another quarterback. And I was like, and, and Dobbs had a couple of good weeks, and so Garrett's kind of like, um, he's asking a lot for for Dobbs. Um, he was asking for like Madison, like. Madison for Dobbs and a fourth kind of a thing. And yeah. in Dynasty, in Dynasty, it's just, like, not... Like, in Redraft, like, maybe, but, like, Dynasty, like, we don't know where Dobbs is going to be next year. Right. Um, and and so I was thinking, like, oh, Dobbs threw four picks. Like, if there was ever a time to make a trade deadline little swing for, for Dobbs and... Garrett wasn't 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 budging. Garrett is convinced that Dobbs will start somewhere next year, and I just said to him, yeah. I, I, I said to him, uh, do you think he will start somewhere in week eight next year?" <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, these these Vikings fans they can get a little delusional. Yeah, I mean, like he threw fucking four picks. Like, like what? He was in he was in like the Geno Smith Jets territory for like a long time into the game with negative fantasy points. Like, that's not what you want. I don't know. Like, I don't know what we're. If there was ever a time for us to like maybe like pump the brakes on Josh Dobbs, it's maybe a prime time four pick game. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like I I uh, I'm just like man. I was like oh my gosh. Um. Anyway, that's so. I went into that uh, kind of diatribe instead of like talking about my team, but uh, yeah, like, just like everyone was good this week. I just I don't really have time to talk about everyone because everyone was good except for McLaurin and uh, and Addison. Um, I'm glad I was really glad to see Kyron Williams. Kyron, Kyron Williams yeah. has been out for uh, several weeks, and he came back with a vengeance. Um, yeah, that was impressive. Bijan Bijan also had a very. This is like. This was Bijan's probably first like fuck you game of the year, where he just kind of like yeah, his first time over twenty actually. So yeah, so that was good. Team is trending. It feels good, you know. 
I know fantasy can be fickle, but it feels good for your team to be kind of trending in the right direction uh, come playoff time. Najee Harris looking good, like firing firing Matt Canada was maybe the best thing to happen to um, the Steelers offense. Yeah. Um, Jalen Warren. And naming Jalen Warren the starter. <laughs> Jalen Warren gets named the starter. They, fi- they fire their offensive coordinator. You think, okay, it's, it's the end of the road for Najee Harris. But then the Steelers just breathe in new life into their offense, and Jalen Warren fumbles, and it's Najee Harris time again, yeah. uh, which is kind of funny. Uh, and then, Evan, I think we haven't talked about our uh, – Christian, have we talked about our Christian Watson? No, we haven't. We, yeah. we, we, we talked about the trade, but uh, he he had a nice little Thanksgiving game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can, of course, like Christian Watson, here. like like finally has a good game after I give up on him after eleven weeks of doing nothing. Um, yeah, I, I guess like my hope my hope is that the, he'll play just like a regular NFL defense and not the Lions right now, and then uh, it won't be that good. Um, I guess also like you know Dak was very good this week, so it. It's fine. Um, it probably worked out uh, net positive for me this week, anyways. So that's good. Oh yeah, uh, I guess we, we I forgot to talk about Tim. My bad. I'm yeah, that's a. Uh, um, Tim scored eighty nine. Mahomes was fine. Cooks was pretty good. Tim had Jalen Warren, which was tough. Uh, that was kind of like a double whammy. Well, I guess yeah. I didn't start Harris, so it didn't matter. Pacheco, wow, 20 points for Pacheco. Yeah. That's his best game of the year. What was this? What was the story here? Just a couple TDs, yeah. (laughs) I think they were both, like, one-yard ones, too. Yeah, both one-yard touchdowns. So, like, he didn't have that good of a game, really, but, you know, two TDs, that'll do it. There you go, that'll do it. Um, Rasheed Rice. Yeah, he had a very nice game. I know, I, I know I'm being annoying with the where will X guy go next year trope, but Rasheed Rice. I think the, yeah, assuming he kind of continues in this fashion where he's like sort of good over the, the last five games or so, I think he could rise up pretty quickly in drafts next year. There's always going to be the hype around Mahomes receivers because everybody is waiting for, you know, like a really spectacular receiver in that offense uh, after Tyreek left. And... Uh, I'm going to guess he gets pushed to, like, the fifth round or something. It'll be, like, fairly high. I would – yeah, that, that checks out to me. Rook, I mean, he's a rookie this year and doing yeah. what he's doing. Um, to have – yeah, he's had he's had over 50 yards in four games this year. One, two, yeah, three, I mean, it's not like he's been great. Uh, <laughs> but well, yeah, well, I mean, like, especially if he um, ends fairly strong, like that, the hype yeah, train will be there. Yeah, that's true. The last, the last, if he can have two or three fifty-plus yard games, or like a, you know, maybe like forty with a touchdown or something, you know, something like that. If he can have two or three more of those yeah. to end the season, yeah, like I mean, he's just a rookie. We got to give him a little slack. Yeah, you know, not everyone can be. You know, I feel like I feel like we kind of set the bar pretty high now for rookie wide receivers. Like, yeah, you know, either either you either you're Jordan Addison or you're Quentin Johnston or what, you yeah. know, like. Um, but yeah, that's about all I got for uh, Justin Jefferson. So Vikings are on by uh, this coming week, week thirteen, but he should be back just in time for uh, a little playoff push for for Tim here. Yeah, um, 
Tim is looking pretty good on making the playoffs. Uh, he's kind of got to hold off Ethan uh, in some right. scenarios, at least. But yeah, I, I think generally, right. And then if Ryan wins the division, then he doesn't even have to do that. So uh, he should probably be good to go. I, I'm going to guess he's like 80% playoff odds right now. Uh, just got to not have disaster strike. So um, yeah, looking good. Yeah. Well, sorry, maybe I misheard you, but if, if Ryan, if Ryan wins the division, then he does need to, or, oh no, you're right. If Ryan wins the yeah. division, then it's, it, then it's, then Ethan, yeah, no, no, then he has to hold on someone from the Champagneac division. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, let's do my game then. And then we'll be. So yeah, that's, that's an interesting thing that I didn't really think about is that Tim is someone who is very much rooting for, uh, Ryan yeah, basically anybody who's near the bubble uh, is rooting for Ryan to win that division. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, guess uh, I should. I didn't realize. I didn't realize until now how close Tim and Ethan are. Yeah, um, well, a big, I guess, a, a sizable part of that was this week. So Ethan had a decent week. He outscored Tim by sixteen, uh, and outscored a few of the rest of us by a lot more than that. He outscored me and Andrew are kind of the nearest guys below him. He outscored us by like 30 something points, uh, 20 something points. So, so yeah, definitely a big week for Ethan to kind of grow that gap. The wild card is, it is fun that, um, you get down to these last two or three weeks of the season and like, uh, like, you know, a 10 point swing one way can like really make a difference with like yeah. playoff odds. Like, you know, like if you're, you know, if you're a team and, and you flex the wrong guy and, or, you know, some guy gets, you know, 15 points on your bench and you flex the guy who only got you two, like that's a huge, that's a huge difference like, right. for some of these teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Anyway, last but not least. All right. Uh, my game versus Noah. Uh, Noah won it 99 to 79. Uh, so Noah moves into that three-way tie on top of the Sapiniac division. Um, yeah, this is a, this is kind of a tough one. Cause like after Thanksgiving, I was like, Oh, like we're locked and loaded. I was feeling good on Thanksgiving. I had Dak Prescott put up 32 and Amon Ra put up nine and a half. And I was like, okay, we're doing good. Uh, and those were like basically the two best things that happened all week. Uh, at least until Monday night, DJ Moore had a pretty decent game. So yeah, not a great game for my team. Uh, and then Noah Noah's comeback started in earnest on Black Friday uh, in like kind of a, an annoying way with Raheem Mostert scoring a couple touchdowns and Garrett Wilson scoring a touchdown. Uh, and like one of Mostert's touchdowns and Wilson's were both like kind of late in the second half when things were over uh, in that game. So I was a little, uh, a little frustrated at that point. Um, of course, like a week after I mentioned that uh, Gabe Davis might be droppable, he puts up 105 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so that's that's the Gabe Davis experience, uh, especially playing heard, me. You know, he, I, he I shouldn't heard, have said he heard, that. He, he heard you, Evan. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking at the time, like, oh, like I guess I'm playing Noah. It was, you know, it was just me, you know, speaking off the cuff. But I definitely deserved that one. So 12 targets for Gabe Davis. I I I don't know why. It's like this. I mean, he literally didn't get a target the last game they played. <laughs> uh, and yeah, all of a sudden, he's like the focal point of their offense. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, Noah's team was great all around. Like, uh, DeMonte Smith has 16 points. Um, like, that game was crazy. I guess even, like, you know, he put up almost 100 and got, you know, not very much from Justin Fields on Monday night. You know, I, I was, you know, looking at losing this game by, you know, 30 points, 40 points if, uh, if the Bears had played better on Monday. So, you know, uh, good for Noah. Yeah. Uh, the Bills did play, to give Dave, Gabe Davis a little slack, they played the Jets last week. And yes. 32, won 32-6. They did not exactly need, maybe something we forgot to mention last week when we were talking about the zero-target Gabe Davis performance was they won by a lot. So yeah, really yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and one other thing, New York Jets are, are very good pass Defense, Sauce Gardner, right. those guys. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, A.J. Dillon was fine. Eight points. Uh, he's been very steady at like eight points. <laughs> so, good for him. A.J. Dillon was on my team at one point this year. I feel like we've all had a That's... turn with A.J. Dillon this year. Yeah, we've had a few. I guess it looks like he's more just like switch back and forth between you and Noah's team, which is fun. So Noah drafted him and then dropped him and then you got him and now he's back on Noah's team. So it's just a lost lover. Yeah. Now he's back. Um, well, for your team, Evan, uh, I think it starts and ends with, uh, oh, we already talked about your team. Never mind. Yeah. Dak, I talked about Dak, it. That's Dak, enough. Dak and, Dak and DJ Moore. Yeah. Dak you're is welcome, good. Welcome for, you're welcome for Dak. Yeah, thanks. That was uh, it. Was good timing as well. Yeah, playing playing Washington like that's a that's a good matchup. Goes out and you know does what he has to do over there. So QB three right now. Dak wow. Prescott. Maybe I should have kept him. It's funny that the guy who's currently QB three, uh, you picked up on you know Henry picked up on waivers like less than a month ago. <laughs> he's been dropped. Oh God, he's been dropped one, two, four times this year. <laughs> He's QB3. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He got I dropped. Guess I, I guess he got dropped four times in the month of October. <laughs> Not even like that early in the season. He just like wasn't owned at the start of the year. He started off poorly. Um, and yeah. then just has gone supernova in the last month and a half. So. Yeah, I think I think part of that is going down to twelve teams. It's just like when a guy through week five doesn't score more than yeah scores scores you know over fourteen points you know once through week five right right and then he has a good week six and then he goes on by week seven like I like I'm trying to imagine like would I have rostered Dak through the week seven by? Oh, no, definitely not. Yeah. Probably not. This wasn't worth it. I mean, he was like probably like QB 18 at that point or something. Yeah. Um, and, and that was really just like a rushing, like if you look at it, week six, he had a rushing touchdown, which I know he can <laughs> right. touchdowns sometimes, but it's a little deceiving. Yeah. Yeah, shout out Dak. Turn it around. Yeah, the rest of the team, not so much. Not so much, but you know we just gotta we just gotta hope for the wild card, which at this point is gonna take a, a minor miracle. 
otherwise, you know, gearing up for the constellation, which is always fun. I feel always like fun. I feel like it wouldn't be a podcast if we both made the playoffs in the same year. Yeah, you know? I feel like that very rarely happens. The, the streak, the streak continues. Uh, yeah, I feel like man, I, I feel like it's been a few years now. It's just like my team is fine. I'm like seventh in points scored right now, and just like I'm basically already out of the playoffs. It's just it's tough. Even with a format that should like really reward the points scored, it just like hasn't worked out. Uh, yeah, four and eight, you know, with a with a pretty normal team. <laughs> well, tough. I mean, the divisions the divisions didn't help. Yeah, the divisions like the, just the way it's worked out this year has has not. Uh, it makes it, it been makes very it good less, for me. Like, yeah, it makes it like less you know meritocratic to have divisions. Well, kind of. Yeah, having the three wild cards makes it a lot more meritocratic overall. Um, but I see. I'm what just you're saying. saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Compared to having everyone in one standing. Yeah. And you have, and you have the top six plus one like I'm guessing. I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I'm guessing your record would be a little bit better. If actually, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. I, you know, I'd have to play somebody twice, uh, and yeah, it's just. But if you, you know, if you randomly actually, change up the schedule, I probably would be fine. That's kind of like yeah, I've gotten pretty guess, unlucky with that this year. So yeah, I guess I guess uh, your division is pretty bad. Probably the weakest yeah. division. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's like we don't really have like any super weak spots, but it's definitely not good. Like we don't have any good teams either. <laughs> it's kind of like right down the middle, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just mean like like Tom would be second in scoring in your division. He'd be third. Or, not, uh, or he'd be third. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I mean just like I guess so. The Yost division is actually good. Uh, like lots of good teams in there, and then the Radebush division has Ryan, uh, and you know Ethan's having a pretty de- decent season. Uh, but yeah, it's it's mostly just like the uh, Radebush and Sapiniak divisions are kind of meh. And the Yost division is quite good, so that's just how it the goes. people want to know, Evan. Are we going to keep divisions next year? I've I've actually liked it a lot. Um, I, I I would vote to keep it if we're uh, if we're voting. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've lost. Like, I don't know. I don't feel as connected to the rest of the league. Because like, because <laughs> like the Yost division has just been so dominant. Uh-huh. I've just been I I feel like I'm kind of um, it's kind of like how society like naturally like goes towards like a hierarchy, you know. Um, I I don't know. Like, like what, do you think that your experience of this season would have been different if we didn't have divisions though? Just because like you'd still be thinking a lot about Quinn and Tim to some extent. Right and and no one else kind of they just you know <laughs> you you'd all be in the same twelve team pool instead of a fourteen pool you see what I'm saying but I wouldn't necessarily have to play the second and third best teams in the you wouldn't have to play them more often yeah that doesn't really disadvantage you uh, really in any way but <laughs> you know yeah like you don't you don't have a like a particularly high points against. Uh, really at all so you know no I feel I, I, I Evan what are my what are my championship odds uh, do you have cha- do you, what, are my, what are my morning. odds what are my odds to win it all Evan? 
people want to, this is why the people who are listening this late in the pod, they are, they are just chomping at the bit to hear what are Ben's Schaefer Bowl odds. Is it going to uh, be? I, I ran it this morning. What do you think it is? I, uh, I'm pretty sure I remember. Uh, uh, yeah. 50. <laughs> it is not 50. <laughs> uh, I think it was 30, uh, which is pretty good. Um, and I think Ryan was at 20. He was in second. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. The highest is 30. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, like if you think about it, if all the playoff teams were even, then a team that had a buy would be like 25% chance to win because you got to win twice and they'd both be coin flips. So, you know, it's better than a coin flip. But not that much Ooh, better. That makes me so, feel a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there are six playoff teams, so it's gotta it's gotta spread out somewhere, right? That's fair. So right now, so if the playoffs started today, I would get a buy and ooh, this is okay, this is something <laughs> this also is interesting. Yeah. yeah, no, so uh, I didn't notice this either. If Joe like Joe could get a buy. Well, okay, no, not like, really. Uh, well, oh, he could. No, you're yeah, right. You're right. Joe, yeah, yeah, Joe. If Joe wins, he, need, out, he needs the right person to win the Zipaniac division. So it's not based on record; it's based on points scored. Again, um, but like if if Noah or Henry wins the Zipaniac division, like Joe is pretty close yeah. to those teams in points scored. Um, he probably right. can't catch Andrew, or it's going to be pretty tough. But right. uh, the other two, he absolutely could. So like if Joe wins his division and scores two more points than Noah, who also wins that division, like, Joe could get a bye, yeah. That's <laughs> which, which would be very funny. Um, yeah, as of right now, Andrew would have the second bye, which is also weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> it is funny, like, our first year with divisions, I feel like we're getting, like, a bad representation of how it works, because I, I, I just, it's so skewed. Um, and I, I just feel like we kind of just got unlucky a little bit. Um, and then the fact that, like, Ryan has gotten fairly unlucky in a six and six. Like he could easily just be running away with that division and we wouldn't have an issue. But yeah, having two divisions with like pretty weak title winners is uh, kind of a weird spot to be in. It is, it is keeping like it normally at this stage of the season, people are just kind of compete. Like you have maybe two or three people competing for, uh, like you maybe have two or three people competing for like, the 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 sixth or I'm gonna mix up because we used to have more teams yeah um but like we'd have a couple people competing for the last like playoff spot like the sixth spot and then you'd have like a few more teams competing for the wild card yeah but it, it seems like with this format there's a lot of people still competing for like the division title like yeah Ethan yeah. like Ethan Ethan Ryan Joe Andrew uh, Noah, half of the league, yeah, is like is still competing for. I mean, I I guess I'm just saying like me, Tim, and Quinn are gonna make the playoffs just like anyway. Yeah. Um, but like those yeah. other six are like competing not just to make the playoffs, but to like potentially get a buy. Right. Yeah. Right. Like like if <laughs> like, if we did not if if we did not have divisions like if we did not have the division structure right now, it would pretty much just be like me, Quinn, Tim, two out of three, right? Um, and, and, yeah, and, and, I mean, and, and Ryan, I, and Ryan. The thing, the thing is, it's like, uh, it, 
there are six teams right now that are seven and five. <laughs> so we, if we had just like a regular standings board, we'd have you know spots two through seven would all be tied, <laughs> uh, which is kind of wild. So oh yeah, that, you're right. That would be uh, tough to sort out, um, and that would that would also be fun uh, in its own way. So I don't know. I think uh, it's been a good season. Uh, it's been pretty tight. I think like there just isn't a ton of separation between. The majority of the teams and and there are really like very few bad teams this year uh kind of like hopeless teams so uh yeah it's everyone's, been a good everyone's, everyone's doing a good job managing their rosters yeah i agree yeah it's like either everybody's like everybody has either made a shit ton of moves or made barely any moves but been pretty good so uh yeah that's a fun mix except for quinn dropping zach moss uh that was noah that was or noah. noah dropping zach moss yeah, bad call, Noah. Sorry, Noah. No, nobody's gonna hear this before waivers <laughs> process tonight. Yeah. Uh, Tom or Jay, I if you're listening to this, you can't pick him up. He's mine. <laughs> well, I will post this, but like, actually, yeah. should I wait? Uh, no. As per our standard thing that we say, like, if somebody somehow listens to this before, like, you know, in One the next half. three hours or something, like, they deserve it. Uh, and and in this case, it has to be either Tom or Jay. So, uh, if you guys are still listening before waiver claims happen, like, you know, God bless. Tom's a sicko. He might be listening. That's actually sort of fair. It, Tom is maybe the one person in the league who I could see for some reason listening to this right after it is released late on the Tuesday. I kind of want, I kind of want to sneak in at the end. Just to, like, yeah. You have to on the plus, on the plus side though, Tom is you know, on Eastern time. So it's later for him uh, than it is True. for you. And, so. and Jay, I don't know. Jay could be doing some like night shift stuff, you know, like he could be like, you know, needing to listen, you know, it could be listening to something to pass the time or I don't really know what his, I always forget every time I see Jay, I ask him what his schedule is and I always forget what he says to me. So, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't think he's on the night shift anymore, but I could be totally wrong. Um, but yeah, Noah was uh, Zach Moss getting dropped. Maybe, maybe the worst, sorry, Noah, but like maybe the worst ad drop I've seen, uh, like in a while yeah that's gonna be on the on the high beast for sure um zach moss yeah. is running back like 15 yeah so like yeah it's like even if jonathan taylor isn't injured he's like at least kind of usable uh and then you know on the off chance that taylor does get injured which indeed happened immediately after he dropped him that he's like you know an easy like an obvious start you know like an rd1 uh yeah like evan this could get you like this could get you a playoff spot Oh, in theory, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, but, like, that, it, that's like, like a huge it, difference for whoever gets this guy. Like, if, like, if Zach Moss, like if Zach Moss gets you twenty points above replacement, like that could be. Yeah. Over oh, the next two weeks. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So who do, who do you need to catch? Yeah, so like, let's assume that Ryan passes Joe. Then I need to catch Ethan. You uh, have to catch Ethan. Yeah. What you what you are. 40 points behind uh 33 30, yeah. 33 points and you have to and you have to hope that none of the people from the Chapaniac division catch um up. yeah or, or right. so like me, me and andrew are like the same so it's like uh, you know if i happen to pass ethan by 33 then like i'm probably good you know um yeah, yeah. but yeah. if you had to if you had to root for someone in the Chapaniac division it's probably andrew i suppose yeah mm-hmm. yeah just get him out of there uh, for sure. All, All right. right. Well, clear eyes. Full hearts.
can't lose.